0: Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of MPL. Today, we're going to be talking about high school, things we wish other people sh- know and things we wish we could tell ourselves. Um, yeah, so we're just going to start right into it. And I'm going to start by asking, what is something you would tell people entering high school or in high school right now? And I'm going to put like a little context. I'm going to give a little context to this academically. Not socials, not clubs, not like personality-wise, just academic. Should I go
1: first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, The thing that you're good at in high school is not necessarily gonna be the thing that you're gonna want your career to be in. So just because you you get good grades in something doesn't mean you should pursue a career in it. That's all I have to say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Can you practice those one-liners or what? (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, this reminds me, I was, I saw a tweet today, or a meme, I don't, I don't even know what it was anymore. But it was talking about the fact that we don't really have to monetize every single thing we're good at. Um, and that kind of like fits into the same thing. We're like, oh, if you're good at art, and you're getting good grades, then your career should be in art. But th- it shouldn't be like that. And that's not the reality. I actually think it takes the fun out of it. And then you no longer are good at that thing, because you're tired of doing that thing all the time.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. I had a, a music teacher approach me and he's like, you should get, because um, I used to play piano sometimes in the, in the music room uh, during the recess, whatever, that's what it used to be called. Mm-hmm. But um, he'd, he'd approach me and he'd be like, why don't you join music? And I, I'm like, yo, if I join music and I have to start doing music theory and all this stuff, I'm going to hate music. Like I'm going to hate playing the piano. The whole point is I play the piano and I'm trying to chill and like the idea of making that compulsory and the idea of like having to do homework uh, nah I'm good I want to keep it
0: fun. I actually made that mistake so I would art like all throughout I'm using it as like an example because that was my thing I was really good at art I got top marks like won competitions so I thought you know what this is it I'm going to be I wanted to go into art restoration I want to do a lot of things guys you'll I want to be an architect, a CEO, secretary, because I thought it sounded fun, and also want to go into art restoration, but that, because I thought it would be great, so in grade 12, I actually took our, our like, uh, course in university, and it didn't work out. Like, I'm telling you, halfway through, I hated every single thing to do with it, and I actually hated, like, anytime anyone would talk about it, I'd be like, I don't want to do this anymore, because I'm doing this for so many hours, I am tired of it. And then after that one class, I was like, yeah, no, I switched my whole major. I was like, I don't want to do this.
3: Can I? Can I just uh, build off of um, Randa's uh, point about what you're good at? So, I think everyone here knows I hate chem- I hate chemistry. Um, so I'm just gonna continue my rant for chemistry. So when I was in high school, uh, all the sciences, because initially, um, I took I took like all the sciences, like physics, chem, bio, like math, whatever. And so I did really good in all the sciences. And so like naturally, you know, you sort of think that, okay, that's what I'm gonna pursue later on. Okay, so bio and chemistry, I took both of them when it came to uni. I know it's another episode about uni, but nonetheless, I'm gonna continue my rant. I did really, really good in like bio. Like that was like my highest mark throughout all of university, including bird courses. Like it was really, really good. Chemistry on the other hand, it, I didn't even need to take it. It was like an elective man. It was a whole it was a bad decision. So I take the course and the, uh, you take the chemistry in like first semester and second semester. First semester, it went okay, it was whatever. Second semester, while well, lucky I knew how to do the problems. okay I knew I knew chemistry, but the prof just snaked us. okay. What happened was we had a midterm and it just happened to be that that day the electricity at all of Western went out. And me and my roommate both were in the same course. My TA comes to me and he says, Listen, because there's no electricity, midterms canceled. My roommate, on the other hand, his TA comes to them and they said, Yo, there's no electricity, but you guys can write the midterm, but I'm gonna give you 30 minutes. And in 30 minutes, if you choose to walk out of the room, it won't be docked against you. And so you can basically do the redo later. And iranda you've taken the courses. You know, you get the you get the the exam sheet with you, you just hand in the scantron. Yeah. He came home and I did the exam and I remember vividly, I got an 86.6% and I was like, okay, bet. Like I'm good on this midterm like easy peasy, right? I go to the makeup midterm, bro, what's, what's the prof's name? Keith something, he's gonna retire that year that he decked me. I will never, <laughs> he can retire, but I hate that prof so much, Keith something. And so I, in the follow-up midterm, I remember the average was like a high 50, low 60, and I got decked. I think I got like a 60-something, and after that point, I just hated chemistry altogether. Oh, 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 significant figures. Oh, <laughs> lucky. Anyways, I am going to stop ranting. This is about high school, but yeah.
1: Okay, i, I to say- move on. Faison, not to make you feel bad, but second semester chem was fire, okay? Stop hating on it.
3: Listen, I just want to say I got an 86.6% on the original midterm, and that's what matters. To me, my worth is associated with that, not this makeup midterm that he did to screw us all over. Okay. Anyway,
2: I've never known you to get a 60 on anything. So bro, I'm pretty shook right
3: now. Neither did I, but um yeah. my respect actually, just went down for you. This is <laughs> the right, this is the villain backstory to how Ivy started, bro. It's chemistry. Mm. Anyways, um, Sorry, we can go back to the original uh, episode.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, he used this as a perfect opportunity to bash, what what was the professor's name? Keith?
3: Bro, Keith, I don't even know if his name was Keith, but it was Keith. I don't think he
2: cares, yo, he's retired. He's chilling. True. Wait, did he actually retire?
3: Yeah, he retired that year. I think he just left, he just left, he's like, screw these students, like, I could not care less, and he's just like, boom, I'm out. (laughs)
0: Okay, back to the episode
2: yeah back to the episode i'd say academically speaking if you're um if you're anything like me when i was in high school i was very money uh like uh obsessed that's the good word i was money obsessed um i was always hustling i always had side gigs jobs here and there whatever. so when i was picking i'm like what do i want to study in university i was like okay um I'm good at, first of all, I didn't care about high school because I saw like most of the stuff we learned in high school didn't make me money. So I was like, okay, this is stupid. I'm like, I'm going to ditch class and go work. Um, So obviously my grades took a hit, but I wasn't worried about that. But I was like, okay, what can I study that will set me up to make a lot of money? And I thought, okay, finance, that's the natural thing. Mind you, my inclinations, like personally, I enjoyed learning about like criminology, psychology, political science, et cetera, history, all that stuff. Um, but I was like, no, nah, forget that. You can't make money doing that stuff. Let me just go over to finance, whatever. And then my mistake was, obviously, at the time, I didn't understand, like, how, uh, how like, as much as in our paradigm, we see risk and how all that happens. And plus, just from a pragmatic perspective, anybody that's a hustler, if you're, like, really a hard worker and you're a smart worker, you could make money doing anything. So I didn't understand that. I thought that you just had to, Pick a career that already predisposed you to making a lot of money, which is not true. You could make money doing absolutely anything if you're just the best at it or like, you know, in the top uh, percentile at it. So I made that mistake. I went into, you know, the thing that I thought would make me the most money. So that's my advice. Is don't go chasing money. Just try to make sure that you're really good at whatever it is you want to do. And sure, if it has a reputation of it being a high paying career. Then that's a blessing on top. But as long as you bet on yourself and you make sure that you're doing your part, inshallah, money will come with whatever you go.
3: Okay, could I could I uh, give an actual answer, not my yeah. uh, <laughs> not not ranting about Keith? Um, so basically here here's how I see like academics in high school, right? I see, I was a tryhard like all throughout, but I, I guess it, it wasn't really worth it in grade nine and ten, at least in the the way the Canadian system is structured, just it's it's just like it's good for building habits but in terms of actual like if you get a 90 versus 80 like it has no material significance whatsoever but then the ramp up is kind of crazy it's like you could argue if whether grade 11 grades matter or not but i would argue they do um so there's like a huge difference between like 9 and 10 11 and 12 and not to like scare anyone but A lot of people try to go down like, you know, there's certain traditional programs they go down on, you know, there's like the sciences, the engineering, the business, and like, those are the three that a lot of my friends went to. And so that's how that's the perspective I have. And those ones, they're getting so much more competitive. And it's actually insane, like looking back at basically how many doors that your grades can open for you when you're in grade 11 and 12, should you want to pursue something like those three streams that I mentioned? Because I see people that are going to different universities right now and they're talking to, and the entrance averages that they need are like, is like 5% higher than what it was when in my year, which is ridiculous because, you know, already if the benchmark to get into like a mediocre program is like a 90, it's like, what are you supposed to do in uh, in high school, like to get into a good competitive program and getting into a good competitive program obviously has its own benefits in terms of like, you know, career prospects and whatnot. So I don't know. I, I, there's no real, real point to what I'm saying. It, it's just that there it's it's actually really scary in hindsight, looking back at how important and how significant those grades can be if you want it to be. But also to Ismail's point, it's like if you really have figure out what you want to do, those grades might not be as significant.
0: So no. I've, one thing I did want to mention about like those averages being much higher this year I also think like school being online has to do with it because a lot of schools like bumped up marks that made it easier to get higher marks um, when it was all online so then they bumped up averages in relation to that so just wanted to share that but the other thing okay my point kind of is on the other spectrum of what you just said my, okay so I was a try hard and Honestly, like I can't remember, there's so many grades that I actually cried about. Like I would get an 88 instead of a 90 and it would actually, I'd be so upset about it, that I'd cry about it. And looking back at it, I'm like, it really wasn't that big of a deal at all. And it didn't affect my whole life like I thought it would. So my advice would actually be the opposite. Yes, of course. I think number one thing is you need to know how you learn and you need to develop those habits and you need to have those skills. But in terms of, like, the actual number you're getting or grade you're getting, I really don't think it matters that much, especially in the first, like, two years, like you said. I think it's more so just, can you work hard? Are you trying your best? And are you able to identify when you need help and how to get that help? So for myself, it actually, I was one of those people who, if I worked really hard at something, I was used to getting it. So I knew, okay, so if I'm not getting something, I'm not good at something, okay, I just need to put in more hours. And that worked really well up until, like, I'd say grade 11. And then in grade 11, I found I was putting in, like, hours and hours, way more than I should have been into something, and I still wasn't getting it. And I was so upset about that, because I thought that meant I'm a failure or, like, you know, something wrong, like, there's something wrong with me. And I legit, I legit, like, had I would go to my like teacher's hours and they'd be like, okay, we've tried everything. You're just not getting it. Like you are getting it to the point you can. I was getting like low 80s and I was so used to getting like low 90s. I was really mad about it. I was so sad about it. I tried everything, it didn't work. And what that whole year like took for me to get and like in hindsight, I didn't get it then. I think I got it actually in university is that there are some things you're not that great at and you can't be excellent at everything and you just need to accept it. But for me, that took such a long time for me to accept. So I just say in hindsight, if you're so like obsessed with the idea that your grades define you, then that's going to impact you so much more. So that's why I say, I really don't think they matter as much as, you know, at that time, me and my friends and we all thought they did.
3: Uh, Can I have a question? Um, Wait, actually Ismail, you wanted to say something?
2: No, I was just gonna say that I agree with Misha, especially on the point of uh yo guys, no stress because there's it's so unnecessary. Like I had a things teacher tell out. me this. Yeah, it's things work out. And I had a teacher tell me this. By the way, I never stressed, but I don't know why this teacher was telling me this. Because especially in high school, I did not stress. I was like, I don't care what grade, like I'm cool, I'll live on my smarts. And that's fine. Whatever that gets me, it gets me. So, but he was telling me, I think he was talking to a student who did who does stress in front of me. He was saying. Uh, you're never going to remember what grade you got on a unit test in grade nine or grade even 11 or 12. You're never going to remember this, like, stuff. So, like, there's no point of stressing about it. If you get a bad mark, talk to your teachers, see if you could, you know, read, not even if you're not going to redo it, if you, you know, let's see, let's look forward. What can we improve on for the next test or whatever? Like, there's no point about getting a bad grade, going to your room and solving. It. Like, it's red. First of all, I never 100%. did that stuff, but... I know some people do. So I did. Like, is...
0: I hundred percent did that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think I I thought that was ridiculous back then, and I still do now. So I'm just letting you know, don't do it. It doesn't matter. Every ounce of effort you put into crying and stressing is effort that you're not putting into improving. So, I just just forget about it. It's in the past. Bye bye. Let's go.
0: I agree with that and disagree with that. I agree with the fact of that- course, like, bro, it doesn't can you matter. ever
2: agree with me on anything- No,
0: no, 100%? no, I, listen. listen. Okay. No, I think saying that like every moment you spent crying or like being upset about it, you're not improving is actually the worst advice. Like if I was listening to that, that'd be the worst advice I could hear at that moment because the type of person like I was or the, like, I would th- think of that as, oh, okay. So that means I need to be doing more and- I would keep on trying and I would still not get it and it'd still make me feel like it was my fault. So the, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that there are some things that you're not going to excel at and that's okay. Like you need to move past it and then focus on the things that you are really good at. So for example, me not getting like 90s in math just meant, okay, math wasn't for me in terms of like how I thought I, like how good I thought I should be at math. But there were other things that I was that like level of good at. That was horrible English, but we're gonna leave it at that.
2: <laughs> I think just general rule, I was saying that when I'm not talking about somebody who's specifically bad at something clearly after okay. trying and trying again. General rule is if you spend your time crying about your mistakes in the past and not improving for the future, you will be wasting your time. Yeah. That's a good general rule to live by. I'm sure there's exceptions to that rule.
3: Okay, what I wanted to say was um correct me if I'm wrong but the the sentiment I'm getting from both of you is that grades don't matter that much and I 100% disagree with that like no no no, no, that's, the no that's not
1: what we're saying
3: yeah okay I, good because no, 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 if no. that was what you were saying I was about to go off on both of you no
2: bro no I'm saying that don't no. my whole point was first of all make sure that what you're going into or like basically the priority okay what well, the criteria for going into something university isn't whatever your teacher told you makes the most money because you could make money in any field if you excel at it so you just have to be good at what you do so find what you're good at and what you would see yourself doing and enjoying doing for you know a long period of time and see how you could excel and improve at it better than everybody else because that's how you'll make money don't listen to outside noise of course somebody who doesn't excel at Mathematics might tell you, oh, uh, you'd be better off doing a business degree instead of a mathematics. It's like, yeah, it's they don't get it. You're asking the wrong people. So just that, that's my point. And if anything, I'm saying don't do what I did. I was an idiot in high school um, and I had to pay for those actions. Not only was I an idiot in mentality because I was only money obsessed. I was also uh, not because I also was very closed off to advice. That was my fault. And I didn't trust anybody. I had a lot of trust issues in high school. I didn't trust anybody. So I was like, I had to live uh, by my own actions and my own mistakes. So I had to make a mistake in high school so I could be at the place where I am today, uh, excelling in school. Now I'm starting a second degree. I'm happiest I could have been in academics, but I had to make mistakes to get here. Now you don't need to be like me. You could just do good and take, you know, and not have the same trust issues that I had in high school. And then you know, seek out proper people's advice and, you know, get to the places where you want
0: to go. And I was just saying that, like, you don't need to have amazing grades in everything. Like, I, you definitely need good grades to, you know, go pursue whatever you're planning to pursue, but you don't need to be amazing at every single thing that exists.
3: Yeah. And the one thing I do want to add is you guys mentioned how, like, it's not, you don't necessarily need to stress over, like, every single little thing. I I see where you're coming from but as a student who did that I see the value in doing that as well having gone through it and having achieved my goal at the end of it like let me give you like an analogy right Um, like a fitness analogy okay Uh, maybe like I I don't know if you guys can relate to this but if someone goes and their goal is just to like okay I want to lose like x amount of pounds okay what
2: it's like let me give you guys a fitness analogy uh i don't know how if you guys can relate to this literally calling no, no. all of us unfit or something no Yo, no i d- see these guns, bro come on now
3: bro please i've seen a lot about? more i've seen a lot more i just leave it at yeah that. Yeah, okay? yeah
2: exactly so you should know better maybe you're talking about randa and Misha, not me
3: anyways anyway so what i was saying was let's say your goal in like in fitness sense is to like lose like x amount of weight right you can go about that in a really unhealthy way, go like super restrictive diet, like, you know, work out like seven days a week, for like two hours, whatever. And once you get to that goal, looking back at it, you can be like, this was super unhealthy. I personally did it. But at the end of the day, you still reach your goal. And, and so one thing I want to say is, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend to students, like, oh, go stress over every little thing. But also having someone who's achieved your goal, when you look back at it and you tell people, oh, don't stress over it, but the fact is that sometimes that stress can actually help you get to your goal, which requires you to go through like a temporary period of like r- super stressful time. Like you're going to like, uh, you're going, you're grinding like crazy. You have no other life, but at the end of the day, it'll help you get to your goal. It's like, I have stressed more in high school than I have done at any point in my university, even though university was way more important. And in my class, like everyone around me was super duper competitive and they boosted me up. And being in that environment, like I'm not even joking, getting a 95 was a joke in my class. It was like, oh, okay, that's like a, that's like an expectation, right? It's like everyone had a 95. And so like that's not a flex or anything, but it's just that when you're in that sort of environment and we have that kind of mentality, it's like it adds so much more pressure and stress, but having that 95 opens up a ton of different opportunities for you that you might not have if you didn't have that mentality. So I'm not saying go and stress, but I am saying that, telling people that oh you shouldn't stress at all could be good for them in one area of their life but could be perhaps counterintuitive yeah, yeah no, i don't think that that that's important. what we're
2: I, yeah i, I don't understand. think anybody's saying don't stress about. no no i, I, I know you're
3: not saying don't stress yeah, yeah, yeah. At all, but just to be clear
2: saying, i'm saying you should be uh you shouldn't stress about things you have no control over anymore it's it's a waste of time there's no point in fact, I, I, you know, maybe it's a controversial opinion, but I'm a big fan of stress. I love it. Actually, stress has probably been the main uh, engine behind a lot of my biggest achievements. I love stress, actually. I work best under stress. So stress is great, actually, in my opinion. Um, I know it's vilified a lot of times, but I love stress. But the thing is, is that if something is khalas, it's done. Or for example, I'll give a very quick example. My mom asked me this when I applied to universities. So. Mind you, again, I came from like, uh, like I was a bum in, in high school. Like I said, my grades were like 70s. I didn't get accepted into the programs I wanted to get into in university. I ended up going to college, right? So my mom, you know, obviously, like she was worried when I was like, because I didn't tell her my grades or anything in college. So when I applied to UFD, she was kind of, you know, um, she was like, okay, uh, you applied. Okay, alhamdulillah. I believe you. I know you're a smart guy. She didn't know anything. I was keeping it in the dark, all right? So basically... She was wondering why I wasn't stressed because I didn't get a reply until uh, February. I got replies from other universities that got accepted, but I didn't get a reply from UFT. She asked me, she's like, why aren't you stressing? Because she's seen other people in my family stress about this stuff. I'm like, mama, listen, I did my part. I, did, I knew I did everything I could. None. It's out of my control. There's no point of stressing. I'm going to live my life until they let me know. And alhamdulillah, I got accepted? Regardless, if I didn't get accepted, I know that's not the best thing for me. But there's no point about stressing about things that are out of your control. No, Alex. there's no point, you're okay. wasting time.
0: I can't believe I'm saying this, but I agree with you. That's exactly the message I'm, I was the type of person who would stress about those things in high. I agree with you, Fidan. For me, high school was the period where I stressed most in my life. But I was stressing, I tried my best, but I was still stressing. So I agree with this. What I'm saying is that you did your best. Okay, it's over, it's done with. You can't do anything about it anymore. No need to stress anymore. And I think also like our experiences are a great way to show the fact that we can go through similar things, like for example, being super stressed about stuff, all that, but then come out with come out of it with different perspectives. Cause I look back on that time and I think that stress wasn't good for me. Cause I think it actually held me back. And you can look back on that time and think, oh, that stress was actually might have helped me get to my goals. I just think, you know, I still got to my goals, but I think it actually like it just made that journey less enjoyable and i feel like if i had just lessened that a little bit i would have enjoyed it more
1: i was i just wanted to say quickly um for because there's a lot of people who when they stress they kind of like freeze up and panic um just learn how to use that stress to your advantage like fun like funnel it towards whatever goal you want instead of just try not to panic and don't freeze up just think outside the box you'll figure it out it's not that serious it's literally just high school
2: (laughs) You're telling that to a bunch of high schoolers. i are like, going to
1: hate on me. But like for real, it's not that deep. One bad yeah. grade is not going to kill you. You're going you know? to
2: be distressed. Your high friendly, school yeah? academics. I think that your high school academics actually don't shape your future the way that it's sold to be. Like if basically it's sold to us as students that whatever mistakes or uh, accomplishments you do in high school is what basically decides the trajectory of the rest of your life. That's a lie. so you know people figure it out at different times yo misha stop agreeing with me it's weird
1: (laughs) i also want to add another thing um there's a lot of people who like high school is a breeze for them um don't get too comfortable in that because you're gonna get into university and first year is gonna freaking smack the hell out of you it's not gonna be cute it's not gonna be fun so if you're someone who high school you're finding high school super super easy work on developing your study habits because the study habits that you have in high school are not going to fly once you get into university
0: and i speak from experience so
1: <laughs> we should Joe have an
0: episode on things we want to tell our university selves honestly
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah i but, agree 100 percent, guys because like literally i know a lot of students that um, were really good in high school and did a horrible in the first year but i i'm the opposite i um, once I got to like, uh, college, I was like, okay, now I'm paying for my school. I want to do amazing. So I was like studying properly, getting nineties and whatever. And this was even before I had aspirations of like, you know, going to like a university or anything like that. So, but I just, this idea of like, okay, now I need to get serious because public school is a joke. So <laughs> then that just, it's kicked me to like a different gear.
0: So a lot of people talk about high school as being the highlight of their like social life or like the best time of your life. First of all, do you agree with that and, or not? And secondly, what advice would you give? We talked about like academic advice, but what advice would you give socially?
1: Should I go first again? Go ahead. Should i give you guys another one liner. I'm kidding. Um, in high school, you don't need to have a lot of friends to have a good time. You don't need to surround yourself with a lot of people seriously it's actually gonna it's gonna kill your vibe just have a couple good friends have a good time with them you'll be fine that's my first one you guys say whatever you want to say and then i'll
0: okay in regards to the whole um best time of your life thing i don't think it's the best time of my life but i will say it was a really good time like i genuinely really enjoyed it but it's not like university was less fun People who say like, is going to continue to be fun, but like it was honestly a really really good time.
1: People who say that high school is the best time of their life and they're like twenty five, I feel really bad for them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yo, <I was laughs> That's so bad. Right <laughs> that means it peaked in high school, and that yeah. was it
2: or... not just peaked. Like you literally like that. You had nothing going. Because here's the thing: life only gets better as you grow up mm-hmm. with opportunities and resources so if literally the best time or the best memories of your life or the best like that's it like all you could think about is your high school time you haven't done anything after high school so trust me like you don't want to be like in high if, like i'm talking to the high schoolers here you don't want to be the kid that like oh i need to make sure i have the best time in high school if i'm not having the best time in high school i'm not gonna have memories later on no no, no. your high school experience is just four years of your life some people have a good four years some of some people have an average four years. Some people have a horrible four years, and you look back at it with you know taking the good and the bad, just like a normal any other four years of your life. It's not serious.
0: Socially, sorry, go ahead, that
3: Oh no, I was just saying, if, if um high school is the highlight of your of your life, then you also could just be an engineer. Mike. <laughs> 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 why, bro? I have a lot of eng friends yeah, and they. Think- all oh, look back at high school, bro. Like very few yeah. memories yeah. that don't uh, involve, yeah, very few memories that don't involve um, not crying. Oh wow! Are That's these your sad, are,
2: these,
1: are these your Waterloo and friends? Because oh. I know Waterloo sucks. So. Yeah,
3: yeah, okay,
2: that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, no, I, yeah, man, just don't stress too much. Like I didn't have a, like she said she had a great me? experience. I didn't have a. I sorry. She said she had a great experience. I didn't. I had like an average experience. Like. Ups and downs. Um, I'll tell you this too: if you don't have friends in high school, or if you have a lot of friends in high school, so like, don't expect to carry a lot of friends over from high school because everybody goes their separate paths after um, high school. And then the, the more you grow up, the more your um, uh, ideas and ideologies become more firm, and then you kind of struggle to just be around any person. Um, so your friend who's is going to keep getting smaller. Don't expect to you know carry a lot of people over. Uh, if you have like a good group of maybe four or five people that you carried over from high school, that's amazing. That's how it ended up being with me five friends that are like really close from high school, and, and then anybody else, I pretty much don't talk to anyone.
0: So my experience was a little bit different, but I, I'm still in touch with like I'd say 50 to 60% of the people I was friends with in high school. And that's it was like a pretty big group, but it just is the way it is. I think part of it is the fact that I stayed in the same city that probably helped a lot. Um, But the thing I would say is, like Ismael mentioned, don't be too, like, attached to what you think your personality is, or who you think you are. Explore things that maybe, like, you know, I felt like a lot of people had already decided by, like, grade nine or 10, oh, this is the type of person I'm going to be, and these are the type of things I'm going to participate in. And they weren't willing to, like, try out new opportunities, and they missed out on a lot of fun. And I know, whether it was me or my sisters, whenever we tried something that was out of our comfort zone, we always came out of it learning something. Whether we enjoyed the opportunity or not, we always learned something new about ourselves or about that event or whatever it was. And I think it's always a good thing. And that's how you learn. Because how can you you know what you like and what you dislike and who you are If you've only tried very limited things in life.
3: yeah. Only thing I'll add is I think I took this for granted because I went to an Islamic school, but I feel like there's a pretty big drop of, or at least I see some people when they get into university and have a lot more freedom. Like they just like, they choose not to practice religion. And that could either be because they just don't care or that when they get to university, the social circle that they form are just people who like aren't Muslim or just don't care, right? And so I think using your time, especially if you're in a public school, uh, to form a group of people who will help you strengthen like your Iman, they can go a really long way, not only in your uh, high school years, but also in your... In your university once you graduate because all the because like i said i am to summer school and all the people that i became friends with like they're really good muslim people and like even though Ismail didn't go to my high school like we have a lot of mutual friends and he knows like we're all super close still like after five years right and i think a big reason for that is because like our, our like faith has really kind of tied us together and it's not like every single person but like you know there's like a core like five to ten people that like are still really close despite you know graduating and moving on with life after like five six years so I think that's um that that's an important thing to keep in mind
2: yeah don't try to just get don't try to make friends with people just because you want friends uh I did that in high school a lot of times I was just I was just you know too nice and I also wanted to be friends with everybody and that's gonna just take chunks out of you also like not even just take chunks out of you you're gonna start molding into like holy, like all the different types of personalities around you and you don't want that. So obviously, again, I'm uh, grade 9, 14 years old. I was too immature to understand this. But um, this is just my advice looking back is I would choose my friends wisely because I basically ended up doing everything and about everything that my, whoever I surrounded myself with at the time would do. So basically, yeah, just be, try, especially when you're thinking about after high school, like now the my closest friends out of high school are all Muslim guys except for, uh, two three people so like they're you know maybe six seven people total yeah like that's it so be be careful about who you befriend because that's where you'll end up going
0: the one thing i really quickly want to mention is that your super close friends they don't necessarily have to be muslim in order to be good for you or like good influences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they just have to have the same values because i'll be honest like my closest friends from university none of them are well one of them is muslim but not the rest none of them are muslim But they were still really good influences on me because our family values and our and what we valued in like life and, you know, in general matched up. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think,
2: by the way, Misha, we have a similar flex going because I think one of your closest friends is European. And one of my closest yeah. friends European, and that's why, and not just European, Eastern European. So there's a lot of Islamic uh, culture, like not 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 too much, you know, some religious cultural influence they have going my on friend,
0: there. Wait, wait, Ismail, I have a question for you. My friend's German. Uh,
2: oh, okay. So my friend's Greek. Okay. Yeah. So uh, Greek and Albanian. So like, there's a lot of, you know, uh, you know, plus, they have you know, they have Muslim people in their family and whatever. So like, there's that as well. So, um, you know, I, I get the flex you're talking about. But yeah, it's all about the morals and values. It's just that typically you'll find Islamic moral values within Muslims, but that doesn't mean it's always that way.
0: And I think we'll wrap up the episode by giving yourself advice. So pretend you are talking to 14-year-old Randa, 14-year-old Fidan, 14-year-old Ismail. What would you say? You can, and you know what? We'll keep this brief. You can only say two sentences max. (laughs)
3: That's so tough. (laughs) Last time time we agreed on that, in that one-year anniversary episode, I I gave a quick one-liners and then you all, (laughs) kept going and saying like stories and this and that and you made me look so bad like I didn't care about any of you so I'm going last and I'm just gonna match what you guys do
2: bro that's so tough because I don't even think if I told my younger self anything he'd listen he'd just be like shut up dumbass <laughs> that's literally what that's what I'm working with so okay. honestly yeah, you guys go first I have to think about this
0: the thing is I agree with you I don't think I would have listened but I'm still gonna try And honestly, my advice would still be, it's the same advice, honestly, I would give my university self is just slow down and enjoy where you're at, instead of worrying about where you're going to be next. Because I was always worrying about where I'm going to be next. And I'm slowly like now getting into just enjoying where I'm at. So yeah, that'd be my advice. Should I go? Wait, it's yeah
2: not a no man i'm still thinking bro.
0: why do you look so sad you're like should i go can i go yeah
1: because to be honest with you i'm looking back at my high school experience and it was so average it was so mediocre but like i don't really know what to say but i will say this um you don't need to have so many friends stop it you don't need to be friends with everyone <laughs> you really don't but yeah
2: yeah i i'd say uh learn your dean man you're so stupid I'm so annoyed at myself. I just wish but I know everything happened series, and I know uh, it's the best that it's the best way that that's how it played out but I just wish that um, I wasn't so money hungry and I figured this out for myself because here's the thing my dad had been telling me this since I was young and he he saw all of this coming but I just wouldn't listen to him because it was coming from my dad. So I wish that I grasped it or I, and I wish I had somebody who I trusted that told me this, maybe would have scooted in my head. But yeah, again, I don't I don't even think that that would have happened. Damn, I just said that that was so morbid and then my rooms also got hella dark. <laughs> That's what it's, you know uh,
3: yourselves, bro. These guys are like, oh, the light, the light, it's so nice. Then, nah, bro,
2: it worked out. Most of the episode was nice life. And
3: nah, bro, dead. you've been like this for the past like 15 minutes.
0: Yeah.
2: It is what it is. It's okay, it's about the content of what I'm saying. It's not about how I look, Faizan. Thanks.
3: Hey, man.
0: Can we play words? the clip of him at the beginning of the episode? <laughs> I don't think I recorded that, though. Yes, you did record started.
3: that. Hey, man, Where's your the... words, I, I don't. I think the, the the listeners will be like, I'm not listening to this dumbass, so we're good.
2: Hey, man, it, it is what it is. Um, I didn't listen to my dumbass, either, so I can't really blame them.
3: Fair enough. I don't
2: know. I don't know.
0: You want to end it off?
2: Yeah, I better. Yeah, we yeah, formal case mission. Case. We get it. All right. It's my um, bad, fam could it make it more natural then you want to end it off
3: <laughs> um but I what know. i was gonna say was this is more like career oriented advice because i guess I, I my mind just naturally goes there i think uh, in high school we have a very uh binary and black and white way of looking at uh what will come after And that's not to say that's good or bad, but I think one thing that I wished I did was just talk to more people who are actually in the fields that I was considering. Because a lot of the narratives that we get are from other students around us or just a year or two older than us who over idealize what a particular profession would look like. And they themselves actually have no idea what a day in a life would be. And even right now, as I'm looking for full-time jobs and stuff, it's like when you talk to people who are, you know. Three, four, or five years into a certain profession, you get a completely different answer and like a much more candid response to what it would be like. And at, at a, a at an age where you're expected to make such tough decisions, it's pretty foolish if you think about it. If you go make decisions based on what other people's assumptions are, as opposed to what is actually objectively true in a particular profession. So I would uh, I would highly encourage any high schoolers who are considering whatever profession to actually talk to people who are in that so that you can have a better idea of what that would be like, um, you know, 10 years down the line. Anytime time now, Misha.
0: Okay, <laughs> you told, you know what, whatever. Thank you everyone for listening and we hope you learned something from this and you'll actually think about it for a little bit longer than two minutes. And if you do, I think that means we had a successful episode. <laughs> With Randa is saying no one will. We'll see. Yeah, thank you for listening. That's not what I time. said. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Salam.